Okay, I'm back. And it's not Monday. And I'm so, so sorry. It is Tuesday when you're listening in. But um, I've discovered it's taken me some time to create a gluten-free sugar cookie recipe. And I did it. Like, you have no idea. I did it. So it's a long time coming where I started doing my sugar cookies. Oh my God. I remember I was making donut sugar cookies. That was my cute little thing. And that was in 2009 maybe, just for fun. And then I was just making – then I turned to what I really wanted to make was cupcakes. And then I was making cupcakes that were like mini stacked in little mini mason jars and I was selling those. And oh God, those are heaven because everything is just yummy, delicious in a jar. And plus you get the jar and super cute. And then I didn't do it anymore and I have no idea why. So then I started making cookies again and then one of the questions is, do you have gluten-free cookies? And I was like, I'm sorry, I don't. And I don't know if I shied away just because I've heard they don't taste good, it's hard, the price of the flour is expensive. I don't know what it was, but I remember I shied away and I was like, well, okay, let me just try it. So last night, I was like, all right, here we go. Here we go. Let's do this. I was originally going to use a recipe I found online, but I'm like, no, like I'm going to do what I know best. Like I know how to make cookies. I've I've spent a long time crafting and altering and finding like the best recipe. And I did that and the bomb.com. Here we are. <laughs> but I want to welcome everyone back to 4.0 in Life. Those of you who have been listening, those of you who are new, welcome. Make sure that you click that plus sign, the subscribe, follow, whatever it is so you never miss an episode every Monday, even though today is Tuesday, sorry. Here with me, the episode goes live at 6 a.m. For those who travel at 6 a.m., I'm raising my hands because that is me traveling at 6 a.m. Yep, yep. And whenever you listen in, it, it is it is what it is. So last week I had an episode for you um, and then two weeks ago I had the video and I know I have yet to post the video. Here's why. I decided that before I post, I'm going to post the video from um, the original time that I can't put my words together. Words are hard. <laughs> two weeks ago, I'm going to post that up, uh, edit that, slice that, all that fun stuff. But until I really set up my space, I don't want to do more videos. I want it to be that when you watch the video on my YouTube page, you're like, oh, yeah, like this or oh, yeah, like that. So what I'm going to do this weekend is um, actually not this weekend. This weekend is bananas, the amount of stuff I have to do. So I'm going to start doodling. I usually draw. I can't. Well, I I say doodle because I cannot draw. I'm going to doodle a plan of how I want to set up the studio for recording. And that's kind of going to be the main spot. I've literally moved things around in the studio multiple times. And I feel like I need to do a couple moving pieces so I can get the studio to be where it's at. I feel like I want to set the tone and I want it to be this is it. This is how it's going to look. So when you do watch versus listening in, obviously I want you to listen in, but if you do decide to watch, you're like, oh, cool. Love the setup. Love this. Go fight win. Um, <laughs> go fight win. W-A, no, I was going to say H. W-I-N. I say that in my class and my students are like, you told us it's wind. Why would I say wind? Like go fight win. I was telling her, go fight win. Like, you're not going to say to the football players, wind. Like, what does that even mean? 
Mm-hmm. Anywho, let's get today's episode rolling. And I really started to think about this after I hit 1K on Instagram. And you're probably like, what's 1K? Now, let's start off with if you didn't read the post that I posted, I started blogging and vlogging. I'm more of a vlogger. I like the video aspect of life. And that's why I truly appreciate Instagram Live and uh, Instagram Reels, Stories, all that stuff. Uh, Facebook Live as well. So in 2010, I wanted to create a website because I just had a Facebook page where I could literally PR mom and pops, but not charge them, just collaborate with them. I, I love collaborating. I love networking. Like that's my thing. Like I wanted a network. So I remember I went to, it was chic and I can't, it was a jewelry boutique, cheap and chic, cheap and chic. I think that's what it was called uh, in Montclair. And it was that store that if you walked in, it had jewelry for like every color. So if you love the jewelry in blue, they had it in yellow and all the accessories were court like not coordinated, but all the accessories and items were um, organized. I, again, here we go. Organized by color. So I had reached out via email. I said, hey, my name is Zena. Um, I have a blog, cleanbuzz.com. I love to buzz about mom and pops. I would really love to come in so I can get some buzz for your store. Went in there, did a video, and that that was it. That's how it started. People were like, ooh, come to my store, this store. I've worked with Makeup Forever. I've worked with NARS. Um, I got to do an event with Vince Camuto, the late Vince Camuto, which was for me, pins and needles, um, talking to him, uh, speaking to him, meeting his son. And here was the thing that threw me for a loop. Now, mind you, I had just went through a divorce. I'm recovering from ACL surgery, so I'm not in the best shape of my life. I'm feeling just not great about myself. And I was like, I'm going to this event. I want to meet Vince Camuto and I want to especially uh, record everything because it was for a breast cancer event. And I'm like, I have to, yes, I have to do this. Vince Camuto said to me that I have great style. I was just like, what? Like, and this is when I felt not great, not pretty, not any of that stuff because everything in my world literally just collapsed and I was not feeling like myself. And I think at that point it just was like, you, you've you got this, like you're doing this. Because a lot of the buildup, a lot of the time when I was growing the blog, I've had other writers, I've had a, a, like a crew, like I had legit writers that I loved working with but I was never promoting myself. I was too busy editing others, uh, photography for them, videography. Like I love to be behind the scenes. Don't get me wrong. Like I love to be behind the camera. Like the editing process, all that stuff is me. That's why I think I just ease into the podcast so much easier than making the videos. I Don't get me wrong. I don't mind jumping on and doing stories and reels and all that stuff. But for me, it's like, the video editing, like what, like when I film my husband when he's doing his cooking and then I edit it, I must watch it 50 times to make it perfect. And then the most important part for me of editing is putting the music and then watching it with the music. So now where I stand is we have Instagram live, we have Facebook live, we have stories, reels, we have all these instant gratification of videos where I no longer have to rush home from the city and like 
upload, edit, render, get things on at two o'clock in the morning. Like you literally just hit live and you're live. You hit, you create a story and the story is up there. Like the the phones today are better than a DSLR. And it's like, it's crazy how the world has just technology driven. And for me, again, I never stopped to push my own platform. So I got 1000K recently and it was the most exciting part for me because I also never pushed the Instagram for thequeenbuzz.com and I was kind of angry about it. I've been told multiple times, do the Instagram, do the Instagram and I was like, no, no, no. You know, I have like over a thousand on Facebook so I'm like, we're good here and I, I still need to work on the Facebook and keep that promoting because not everybody's on Instagram. But I now am ready to really baby and take care of this lifestyle blog that I am creating. And I'm still in the works. I'm still pushing things out on the blog and pushing things out on Instagram and kind of dipping my toe to see what's working. You know, for me, it's a process. And everybody knows that if you've ever tried something, you know, it's going to be like three to six months before you really land to see what's working and what's not. And I wanted to bring this up because, and especially the focus about today's episode is if you want to be a content creator, if you want to be an influencer, if you want to be on social media, blogger, vlogger, photographer, videographer, do it. There is so much room for everyone. You just have to find where you belong. You know, some people say, oh, it's so oversaturated with content creators. Okay, you're not wrong. There are a lot of content creators. So what you have to ask yourself is if you really want to do this, what are you going to do to make yourself different? On TikTok, you know, TikTok's a whole nother platform. I, it's funny because in the morning when I'm getting ready for work, I actually watch TikTok as I'm getting ready as if it was a TV show, a segment, whatever it is. Like I find that interesting and I find that the people that I follow and the similar folks that I follow are just so interesting, the things they talk about, even though some of them are about, you know, where's Britney Spears, what's going on with her? So there's those fun facts. Um, But I think what you need to really do is if you're, or even if you're in it and you're like me and you're like, okay, I'm finally, you know, making ground, ask yourself what's working. Look at your uh, dashboard, right? Look to see where you're getting a lot of feed. Now, sometimes that's not always true because for instance, one day I'm on my phone, I just posted a video, a reel of my daughter eating a cupcake or a cake pop. And all of a sudden my phone is going nuts. And this was so exciting for me. Like literally my husband, I made him record it. The friends were going up, the likes were going up. And next thing you know, my daughter's video has 23,000 views. And I'm like, what? I'm like, how is that even possible? I'm like, was it a time thing? Was it when I posted it? Did I hashtag something that was like, really, really like important to everybody? Was it my adorable daughter? The next day I posted a video of the two of them being super cute at the farm. Didn't even get close to that. So it's a lot of patience. It's a lot of research and you have to be forthcoming on what you're doing. Uh, You you can't just come on here and be like, I just want to talk to people. I mean, sure you can, but are you going to add humor to it? Is it going to be a serious conversation? Is it going to be, I don't know, how to do your hair in five seconds, which would be crazy because that would be great. I mean, seriously, flip your head upside down, put a clip in it, you're done. Yeah, you're right. But what is going to be something that separates you from everybody else 
to where people are going to want to follow you. And I'm finding as myself, someone who started in 2010 with all this, I am slowly recreating myself. Would I love to do what I used to do? Of course I would. But I'm in a different place in my life right now. I literally was going to makeup forever and doing makeup and sitting and chatting with everyone and NARS and going to different boutiques and in the city, going to restaurants, trying food. Like I loved it. I enjoyed so much of what I've done, but I, that's not where I am right now. And I feel like today a lot of these mom and pops know now about Instagram, know how to use it. Listen, if I'm going to go to a coffee shop and I'm going to film, of course I'm going to buzz about that. Like I'm always going to have that in me where I'm like, oh, let's buzz about them. But to the point where I'm no longer going every single day and finding these mom and pops and buzzing about them, you know, I'm not doing that anymore. And I, I do, like I admit it, I do miss it. But it's a lot. It's, it's a lot. So you also have to ask yourself, how much time are you willing to commit? How much do you want to actually make this a full-time job? Because the biggest thing is, just like anyone who becomes a singer, an actor, an actress, uh, Broadway, this too is a hardcore dedication. We see these influencers with 1 million followers or even some with 600,000 followers and they're making over a million dollars. They're promoting brands. They're doing content creation. But I will tell you in all honesty, and one of the uh, individuals I follow, Krista Horton, I love her, love her because she's real. She is raw. She tells you like it is. You know, the one thing that she's very honest about is that you're posting a lot, right? And then you're quickly editing or you're adding things. You know, when a brand sends her clothes, she's doing try-ons. And I think she's managed it by now. She has a team, so she's very successful and she's doing very well. But you're you're posting like every day. Um, It might seem silly that you have to post often, but also are you showing your face? People want to know that you are a real person. People don't just want a picture of you that seems edited. They want to hear you talk. They want to hear you make a mistake. Bloopers are the best. Then people feel more comfortable. But you that's how you're going to find your people. And that's what I said too about when I first started. I was like, well, I'm not going to get all glammed up every time I go on alive. I'm not going to get all glammed up every time I do a story or a reel. I want people to be like, oh, there's a mom of two. She's a teacher. She's a wife, podcaster, whatever I do. And she's at home. She's relaxing in a sweatshirt. She's looking comfortable. I like her. I want to get to know more about what she's all about. Like, I want those people to be my people. And I've recently found a lot of them um, as I share a similar interest in fashion and clothing and a bunch of us are all following each other, which I absolutely love. But that is one of the things that I think we lose a focus on. We're not understanding the climb. The climb is the hardest part, as it should be, and it's also the most exciting part. But you also have to accept that there's going to be some falls. So when I first started my podcast and I only had one or two listeners, I was like, oh, oh, well, I guess I guess no one's listening. I'm not doing a good job. But then I turn around and all of a sudden I see I'm doing a great job. So I've been doing this for many years now. And I, I know personally it takes time. I know you also have to invest in your own self. If you're not willing to take the time for you and invest in what you love, then what's the point? 
Just like if you were going to invest in any business, you're putting money and time into things and you wanted to do well, especially when you put money into things. And you might say to yourself, well, if I'm just a blogger, I'm not putting money into it. Well, no, technically you are. If you're working as an ambassador for brands, a lot of the times you have to buy the clothes, the jewelry, whatever it may be. So you are investing money in yourself by buying the clothing, the jewelry, the sneakers, whatever it may be, therefore to put it on your platform and hope you do well and have a return. If you're not, then ask yourself, is that something you want to do? That's where a lot of people figure out what they want to do. So let's say you want to be a blogger, but you don't want to spend money at brands because you don't have that money right now and you're trying to make it and grow your group. So simply sit down in front of a makeup mirror and talk about how you do your makeup. What products are you using? Why are you using those products? How do you do your your hair? How do you blow dry your hair? Why does your hair look so good? Um, do you have really great eyebrows? How do you take care of them? Your skin. Think of the things that you do every single day that people might be interested in. And don't think it's silly. Listen, people love skincare. People, If people are saying to you, hey, Becky, your skin is so beautiful, and they say this to you often, give them the inside. Listen, everybody says, oh, it's a secret. I can't tell you what I'm doing. Okay, that's fine. If you don't want to share, then obviously you shouldn't be a content creator. But if someone's constantly complimenting your hair, your makeup, your skincare, then show them what you're doing. Get a ring light. And this is, again, where you have to invest yourself because if you don't have a ring light, you're going to need some good natural lighting. I'm telling you right now, lighting is key. Lighting is key, especially if you're doing makeup, hair, clothing, all that stuff. People want to see colors. They want to see textures, all that jazz. So get yourself good lighting and wash your face. Show the products. Um, Someone said the other day in a group, well, how do I edit? I'm trying to make a good uh, editing. If you don't have Final Cut Pro, use CapCut. CapCut is the greatest I'm pausing <laughs> app that I know that's really good with stuff. Obviously, I use Final Cut Pro for a lot of things, but if you need something on the go in your phone, CapCut. I'm telling you, it's wonderful. You can add music, you can add text, you can add intros. Fading has a lot of fun features on that. Also, you're going to want to think about really learning Canva. I'm telling you right now, Canva has some awesome resources to where you literally can create covers that are just stunning. I will tell you one of the biggest things when you're advertising on YouTube, when you're advertising on Instagram, is you're grabbing someone's attention when you have great artwork. And it doesn't have to be over the top, colorful, too many things, unless that's your jam. But you have to have something that's going to grab someone's attention. Don't just pick when you do your reels. Think about this. If you're spending 10 minutes to film, and then 10 minutes to edit, take that extra 10, 15 minutes to find or create a great cover photo. Don't just find some random picture throughout the thing and be like, yeah, this will work. People watch reels and stories. People click on posts because of that still image. That's why TikTok was great making the image move. It's like, oh, what are they doing there? Oh, they're sneezing. I don't know what they're doing. Let's watch it. You have to make people want to watch it. Otherwise, you're not going to get followers. You're not going to get people engaging. And that's another thing. That's This is the last thing that's really, really important. You can have 5 million followers, but if none of them or only a few of them are engaging in what you're posting, what's the point? And this is why I always stay true to myself. I will never buy followers. I will grow it organically. I will let it take its time. I will do the best to grow it as fast as I can. 
but I want engagement. And if people are following me and they're not engaged, then what is the point? What is the point of a brand even taking notice to me if I have so-called 16,000 followers and 25 people are engaging in me? Something's off. And as a brand or a business, I would be like, hmm, this is a little weird. And today they can see your engagements. So don't think that brands can't. Be very, very careful with the decisions you make if you choose to buy your followers, comments, whatever likes, whatever you need to be. Just be very careful of that. I'm not going to judge anybody who does it, but I'm saying be very careful because if your goal is to get brands to work with you, but your engagement is extremely low, that's going to throw them a little red flag. So again, anybody can do it. You just have to invest in yourself and know that it's so important to be patient. I always say life is not a dress rehearsal. So if this is truly something you want to do, jump. So that is all for today. I hope you enjoy your Tuesday. I promise I'll get it together and we'll be back on Monday. Unless you're liking Tuesdays. I don't know. Send me a message. Thequeenbuzz at gmail.com. Do you like Tuesdays better than Monday? Are there too many podcasts that feature on Monday? Because if Crime Junkie's going on Monday, I don't want to go on Monday. They're so popular that people are like, who's Dina from Thorpe Panoian Life? Send me a message. Go to anchor.fm slash 4 life. Click the message button. Leave me a message. I'll listen, play it on my next episode. Don't forget to follow, subscribe. Hit me up on the Instagram, thequeenbuzz.com. It's thequeenbuzzdot.com. And yeah, let's talk more next Monday or Tuesday if you email me and tell me you like that better. But we'll go with Monday for now. Bye, friends. 